yeah, they like we had compliments that our social media game is really good. They kept asking if I was you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you John? I'm like, no. Who did you Matt. talk to? Everybody, everyone's like, are you John? Like, even even when I went to go meet um, Austin from Doctor Wix, he's like, he's like, I'm expecting this guy with a beard wearing cool shirts. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm like, nope, sorry to disappoint you. Here's the guy wearing a Canadian shirt who talks like he's Canadian, eh? It's Friday night. Let's have some fun. Let's get together and play a ton. With Matt and John and Mike and Bill. I almost forgot that other Matt, too. So, right. yeah, what uh, what's the first thing you want to know? Well, where'd you go? <laughs> <laughs> Well, for those who didn't know, maybe you, maybe listeners saw me there. I, I doubt it. I don't know. We have like what four listeners. One's me, and my wife, you. I have to listen. <laughs> I listen when I edit. And yeah, but you don't have to. Your wife doesn't listen. <laughs> There's only three people. Three people listen to us. Uh, yes. So I went to Pax Unplugged in Philadelphia. Nice. Did you have fun? Uh, yeah, I had fun. You know, I w- we went to Gen Con this year, and uh, we really enjoyed it. But we didn't. You know, we're just starting to get rolling as as figuring out what we wanted to do with the podcasting you know we only had like two episodes by then or three episodes or something very small mm-hmm. and we didn't know what to expect so going to this one i knew more of what to expect but i didn't know how it was going to be different or similar to gen con or any convention for board games in general so so what do you think went well now that you went kind of with like a different mindset, I think, than Gen Con, right? The people I did meet up with, I really liked meeting them and I really liked talking with them. And I wish I had more time to talk with them. Yeah. So for instance, Jim from Mission from Planet Hacks, you know, I got in the first night. I was tired. I, I was with, so I traveled with my wife. So I went there and he's like, hey, Matt, he's like, you, got, you, you guys should come out tonight and like have a drink. And I'm like, dude, I am exhausted. It's nine o'clock. I'm an old man. I go to bed at like 1030. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm old. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm sorry. I just got in. I just want to go to bed. And I, and I wanted to start early too. So I got up at like seven the next day and i'm like i'm gonna shower and get get ready and and mentally prepare too like i could talk you know it you edit these casts right but i i feel like i am actually very introverted in a lot of ways and it takes me a lot of effort to, to go and meet people so uh, when i do i want to be prepared and you know I had, I had a you know me very well what was the thing that bothered me about gen con oh not being prepared right so what do you <laughs> so what do you think i did this time oh you had like a uh schedule down to like the minute <laughs> It wasn't down to the minute, eh. but uh, yeah, maybe it was down to the minute actually. <laughs> well, it was like every what hour and a half. Yeah, it's like a you had an hour and a half. Oh yeah, you saw like it. That. You saw it on the yeah. on the one note that we have going, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it, it was pretty like structured, and but I, I'm adaptable too, so I can I can change plans based on what people can. But sometimes I can't, right? Because I don't have control over other people. So if someone right. says meet me at X time, and I have another meeting. And I can't, I'm not going to get rid of the other meeting to go meet you because I, I made that commitment, right? Yeah. So for me, I, I, I think went well was there's a handful of people and I met them and I think that all those meetings went really well. And I enjoyed meeting them. I enjoyed talking about their games. I actually enjoyed talking to them. I enjoyed their personalities, person who reads personalities. So I really enjoy that aspect. Compare packs to Gen Con. Oh, <laughs> well, you haven't gone to either. I have not gone to either. I have not. You, not yet. Well, I'm going to Gen Con. And you're going to PAX next year. And I'm going to PAX next year. <laughs> sure. I'm telling you. They seem similar, but two totally different 
conventions. Okay, let's start with why would you go to PAX Unplugged and why would you go to uh, Gen Con? So Gen Con, they do all the releases. So a lot of the big game companies are going to tell you what the new games of the year or upcoming year are going to be. Cool. Between, so a lot of the companies already know what they're going to release. They already like have it all set, and then they put the demos out there, and some sometimes pre-sale, sometimes not, and you can go demo it and play it and get what's going on. So you get the hype. It's all hype train, right? So you get the hype up for it. Yeah. It's marketing, actually, not hype marketing. Market, strategic marketing. Right. So that gets everyone excited, and they play it, and, and then they get feedback too, right? So they see like a, a certain specific type of game doing well, then they know that other companies will start producing that too. PAX Unplugged, the aspect of it is that like the Germany game convention, SPLSN, was in late October. So a lot of those games are at this convention. So one, you can buy them. Two, you can play them for free. So that's kind of neat. So obviously it's really expensive to go to Europe for that convention. I would love to go, but I don't, it's, you know, to pay that much money to go there is out of my price range at this moment. Yeah. So I feel like the SN Spiel games are, are there and you could play them and you could buy them. Which was kind of neat. And I did. You saw three of them. I had three of the games that were at Essence Spiel. And I, I wanted to buy more. You took it on by yourself, right? So Yeah. Obviously, I, I wanted more help. I feel like even two people might not even be enough. We might need more than that. But that's a whole different ball game. It depends how serious we want to be about it, right? Yeah. And obviously, I want to be serious about it. Serious. But those are the two main differences, right? So PAX Unplugged has the SPLSN releases, and then Gen Con has the new Everybody releases. Gen Con is way bigger, like think like 70,000, 80,000 people compared to PAX Unplugged, which they say is going to be like 30,000 people. Gen Con's way more busy from talking to people, making through my connections. They were saying that there seems to be a lot less people at PAX Unplugged per like square foot like there's a lot of less people traffic and stuff so it's easier to do things it's harder at gen con because they let in so many people and they try to get so many people to go right because it's a very big money-making thing for the city of indianapolis so so they're trying to get as many people to go there and whatever but it's also a lot more longer days there's also a lot more panels at gen con you could do a lot more i actually think pax unplugged might be a little bit more organized because it's smaller so they, they can allow for things to be a little bit more organized. One huge difference was there everything at PAX Unplugged, sorry, I shouldn't say everything, but a lot of things you don't sign up for. So you just show up and you play. And that's really cool, except when you can't <laughs> show up and just play. Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Because you're either waiting in line or something. And they love lines. They actually have like lines for everything, mm -hmm. like li giant line to enter, Giant line to like go to the panels, which is fine. I guess they call it queuing up. It's cool. It's like a video game term, right? Organized chaos. Reminds me of Fan Expo, the way you're describing it. Just Oh, really? Everything's just organized chaos? Everything's organized, but it's a lineup for everything. There's no signups. It depends on what you want to do. Right. There yeah. are... Well, there, there's paid events at Fan Expo. Okay. So you pay so... for those and those you line up for and all that so stuff. So there, there's paid events for at Gen Con too, but... I mean, actually, sorry, everything at Gen Con, and people will say it, they nickel and dime you. Everything is like a dollar or $2 or whatever. And Origins, too, from what I was talking to other developers. They're saying that everything is like, you know, you pay a couple dollars to sign up, which kind of makes sense. Like, I get it. I'm developer. When you have a lot of people accessing, a large amount of people accessing a website, it's going to cost you money. So mm -hmm. I, I get it. And it's probably like a very minimal fee for 70,000 people all hoarding your website for months, right? Right. So it's actually pretty reasonable, if you ask me. But so PAX Unplugged tries, tries to get rid of that. They try to do as little paid events as possible, which I actually kind of enjoy 
So I'm like, you know, I really like that fact that they're, they're trying to make it free mm-hmm. and they're lowering the people traffic and little things like that do matter. And I think it is good to get people out to this event. So hopefully cool. that answers that question. Nice. Yeah. What insight did you gather? Would you learn? I learned I don't like organized chaos. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I learned I don't like lines. There's a lot of games I wanted to play, but I couldn't because <laughs> there's lines. And if there wasn't lines, there's people at the table. And if there's people at the table, some games that I wanted to play are hours. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm never going to play this game. And I could barely see how it's, you know, I could have asked people, but I really ran out of time. What well, was one game that you really wanted to play that you didn't get a chance to? A letter game, people who make Root, they had a, uh, a demo. Yeah, and Oath. That was, yeah, Oath. But uh, I think that might have been like a code name for something. Because I did go and I saw demo and it didn't look unfinished. I just couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't even know. I didn't even go up and ask. It was just like full of people. Yeah, makes sense. But other than that game, which was really exciting, there was Return to Dark Tower by Restoration Game. That always had a lot of people. It also looked like a very complicated game. So it's not like a game you could just sit down and play in 30 minutes. It looked like it was like a two hour game. It definitely had the dynamic that when I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I kind of want to play it, but... Again, you got to line up. I screwed up the unpub room. Oh, you did that at Gen Con, didn't you? Yeah. I, you, <laughs> well, you know what? They're actually the same people. Yeah. And I screwed up because I, I, it seems like they don't communicate very well, that it's free. I didn't find that out. That's where I actually wanted to hang out. And I probably should have because those those are the people i love those are people i like you know people like they're striving artists basically not they're not artists they're striving they're game designers are trying to become bigger cool the room is free but it was hidden everyone who goes there is like well i don't know where this room is not just me i'm talking about the people who are demoing oh <laughs> i think they like, made posts about it after because i was kind of following her along for the weekend on you know uh, on instagram even so. if they made posts about it you probably should tell the people <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna sit at those tables where it's gonna be it's like and it was a joke too because we're like oh maybe because they're like the unpublished thing they i don't know maybe they don't want to actually use that as the name and i guess the name has changed over the years too so maybe there's like a market no one knows yeah. but who knows anyways it was a really good idea i thought i actually had to pay to get in there because i had no idea but then i realized like oh i'm just i just don't read <laughs> <laughs> And I guess it was free, and, and I actually talked to Austin from Dr. Uh, Wix about that room and stuff. So it was really, really good. But Nice. I also learned we need more of an identity. What do we do? I just want to do it all. Yeah, so do I. We can't. You know what? I, I got there early, which was probably a good thing. Although I was waiting around for a bit. The first day I got there at 8, I was waiting around for two hours. <laughs> so that's doors not... open at 10? Doors open at... Well, the doors actually open at 8, but... Um, they don't actually let you into the exhibition area until 10 o'clock. Okay. And before that, they line you up like cattle in this giant area, which I'm like, this isn't really necessary. Like you could, well, maybe it is. Actually, you know what? It is necessary because if they didn't, people would just be running, which I did see the first day, you know, I waited till 10 and I actually got to sit at the corner. I didn't go to the main line. I just sat at the corner and they're like, well, we're going to open this line at like 10, 10. And I'm like, well, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it doesn't matter to me okay i'll wait here till 10 10 yeah. play on my phone because i figured out there was internet at a corner so i figured that out that day that if i need wi-fi I just go to the hallway and that's how i try to do my most of my communication so i learned that which is pretty important for us being canadians and not having data plans in the states people are just running and i'm like i don't know what people are running for like a lot of these games have already been demoed but maybe they don't want to go to you know indianapolis so i kind of get it but anyway so i went and like i knew exactly what i was going to purchase too so i went right to the booth to purchase something and purchased it and then I uh, met up with some peeps. It was a very good event. I liked it. Nice. How did you find Philadelphia in December? Awesome. 
<laughs> look, they look nice. Pictures oh, look nice. So we, our hotel was a mile away. Okay. So a 20 minute, 20 minute walk, which I actually enjoyed because I actually like walking yeah. a lot uh, at conventions or anything. I don't mind walking for five hours. So that's something to know. If you come to me with a convention, I will walk the whole thing all day long. It's great. You lose you weight. You did realize I was at a convention for work. Oh, you all I did was walk. And we walked in like three days over 40 kilometers. That's awesome. <laughs> that's, I, that's, I actually look forward to that because you, you actually like lose weight and stuff. Like you drop... <laughs> But no, honestly, Philly was really nice. Uh, the downtown area was nice. It was clean-ish. And uh, the convention center itself was good. Like, it was located on Market Street, which is actually... Market Street is there's a giant market with a ton of food vendors. If you wanted really amazing food, it was right there. You just literally walk. You don't have to even walk outside. You just walk from the top, the third floor of the convention center to the market. Or sorry, the second floor of the convention center. So there's like a different entrance. Nice. You walk to that entrance, go to the food court, and it was awesome. Loved it. Me and my wife had breakfast there on uh, Saturday. Cool. It was great. Totally. I totally think the convention is a really good fit for Philly. Like it was easy to get downtown. There was like a lot of rail. Like it isn't a, it's kind of similar to Toronto-ish. The rail connects the airport to the downtown and a lot of the hotels are around the downtown and walking distance. So cool. Marriott was attached right to it. We didn't stay there, but a lot of people were and you can easily get to the convention. For a con, uh, it wasn't as expensive as Gen Con. You know, Gen Con hotels are at $700. Oh, okay. These hotels were at like two, and me and Samantha looked into it, they were at like 300 So that's actually not... Not too bad. Yeah, like I would actually pay that, but then I'm like, well, I could go to this other place for 200 So that's what we did. <laughs> but yeah, and we walked, and you know what? Downtown's beautiful. There's a lot of history there. So you're like walking. We stayed right next to like uh, the Liberty Bell, and it was awesome. I have cool. some pretty good pictures of that. Oh, and the weather was really nice. Their December is our fall. <laughs> okay, cool. Where I don't it's know. It's like today. You know what today is like? Uh, pretty mild day, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's exactly what all the days were. I'm cool. like, this is great. Where is? Philly is uh, south of New York. It's across from New Jersey. So it's like, uh, it's nine yeah, hours so it's south. east. Uh, southeast. I don't know my American geography. Either do I. Okay. <laughs> uh, you go past the polar bear. <laughs> get out of your igloo <laughs> take a take a trade south <laughs> put on your snow snowshoes <laughs> yeah, the weather was great we ate at a couple really different restaurants outside of it somewhere about half a mile to a mile away from the convention center and they were like fantastic restaurants cool we had tea for two we had vegan restaurant we did a lot of there's a lot of great food there there's a lot of people traffic too so you never you don't feel unsafe in the downtown core at least because you just there's just a lot of people all the time nice. even like saturday and sunday there's people even in the morning which is great totally recommend it it's good it's a good convention it had set up for it and so big question what did you like and what didn't you like I don't like lines. Like I don't like lines and I don't like waiting. I kind of like the idea in Gen Con where I can sign up. I know it's going to cost me a little bit more, but you know what? At least if I know that I can like allocate a hundred bucks to just signing up with things. A hundred bucks, by the way, at Gen Con is like 50 things, which is probably way more than I'll ever get to do. Yeah. And I think that's worth it. Is it chaotic because of the people waiting or is it chaotic because of the organization? You know what? I think the organization was good. They had a first look section, which you actually just go and you queue up for, which is actually kind of cool, right? Mm -hmm. So I go and I'm like, oh, what's available? When's it available? And you get to go and play it, you know? But the, but the problem I don't like about that is, is that you don't know when things are going to be available. So how do you sign up? Yeah. Right? So it's like, I don't know. They had a board game library section, which was way more organized than the Gen Con board game library section. So I really like that. 
I, again, I didn't do any of it, but it seemed a little bit more available, right? They had uh, they had tables where anyone could just set up and play, which is what one of the people I was meeting was trying, or two of the people we were supposed to meet were doing. They just set up in the free play, and anyone could just come by. I thought that's cool. I didn't. I wasn't there Friday night, but on the Saturday night, I was there, and it was just like there's a lot of people, mm-hmm. which for someone like me, that's very overwhelming. That's not like something I like. Be like, there's a lot of energy, and I'm just like, okay, I'm trying to find something specific. I don't really like this thing because there's not like there's signs. There's not like, oh, Bob's over here. No, and then I'm like, you know, you might text or message someone, and they may not get it because there's just there's so much going on. They're not going to even hear their phone vibrate, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, so they had like tables like that, and then they had uh, the exhibition hall was actually nice. That's when I did a lot of my floor walking, and just by chance, it was actually a lot easier to like play games. And like see things, and it, I didn't feel too crowded. Cool. But Saturday, I had to walk the fuller a bit, the exhibit hall, and I did not like it because there seemed like a lot of people, and it was really hard to, to play a game because there's a lot of people courting around all the games, and it was yeah. really hard to find what I wanted. So I did not like Saturday. Yeah. Sunday might have been better, but I don't know. I didn't stick around. Uh, you know, we were. I, I had lunch plans with my wife, and I'm not gonna break them so (laughs) i think for next year though or next time we go i did screw up and i always do and you learn from it right i would definitely go for three days but i only really went for two and i feel like going there for three days and really focusing on that would have been a positive note for me where i was kind of like jumping between dinners and lunches with my wife right so i think just being there for the three days would be more of a better experience yeah, like I remember going to uh, Fan Expo in Toronto. I've been there as an exhibitor. I've been there as a whatever guest or whatever uh, in regular pass, right? So, so I know like both both angles for it, right? So, being an exhibitor, way better. Yeah, you get the early access, and then they they open up the shops like half hour before the doors open, so all the exhibitors can go and kind of look at stuff. So I was able to get everything I wanted the first day within. 15 minutes of being there that's awesome and then i was just helping a friend out i wasn't like glued to the exhibit and i went to like some panels and stuff like that right so that's cool and then i also went as a guest where i had to wait in like all the lines and felt like herd of cattle yeah it's i mean uh, but you know what okay so with pax unplugged i didn't feel like that um except on the saturday i did feel like on the saturday saturday was saturday is always the busiest right that's when a lot of people would just buy the pass for that day but that's weird because at gen con (laughs) saturday wasn't as busy (laughs) so i don't know but by but by saturday everyone's just gen conned out right because it's like they're there from thursday friday saturday (laughs) yeah they already have two days most people are there all the days right so i get it what I did like, I actually, so I did say I did like the cues. I actually did say I like that. Even though I hate the cues, I like the cues. Like you like the idea of the cues? Yeah, it was cool. less than the yeah. actual cues themselves. Yeah, so I like the, so I think like there's a type of person who likes that and that would be Matt and Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right? good. Sounds because, good. because they just want to show up and play games. I get it. And and they don't want to be bogged down by some ticketing system. They don't want to be bogged down by that. And then I got and I think that that's good. Like I think that they they did a good job of that, you know. And I think if that's what you like, and that's not me, you know that. But it's a good system, mm-hmm. right? And I think that it was kind of cool. And I wish there was someone else there to go do the first look games because they weren't always full, but they all you know like it seemed like they had room. And, and I think that would have been a really exciting experience to just keep queuing up for that and playing, yeah. trying these new games that 
we don't necessarily have to buy, right? A lot with us, we're always buying new games because we don't have this option. But going to the convention, doing the first look, and then knowing it's there and keep doing it would be like a good experience. Cool. And we don't have to fight people for tickets, right? So right. the panels are really good. It seemed like a lot of them were Q&A or a lot of them were D&D. Which was good, but, you know, not necessarily what I was specifically looking for with our own company goals, you know? So I was, trying to, I was trying to get things that would hit up our company goals, and a lot of them did. Cool. Oh, this was cool. Kickstarter was there. Yeah. I really liked how they had um, Night Moves Cafe had a booth next to the Kickstarter booth. So when the people weren't at the Kickstarter booth, they were at the Night's Cafe booth. Night Moves Cafe, sorry. And you can play the game. So I thought that that was really cool. So Kickstarter was streaming him. You can go see the games on Kickstarter, or you can you know, play the games in that booth or you can hang out with the developers and talk to them in that other section. Nice. And I really learned that Kickstarter is a very good company for helping out new developers. I, I learned that not only from my panel, but from talking to people and being on the floor that they actually like, they're really there to help you. So I really, I, I thought that was awesome. Nice. They're doing a very good job with that. Cool. From all of us at Friday Night Games, I would like to thank you for listening to our podcast. If you like what you hear, please like us on our socials. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And if you have any questions or comments that you would like us to address on the show personally, send us a message and we will address it as soon as we can.